0: Hello guys, welcome to podcast 6 of Let's Revise MBBS and today we are going to see some physiological changes in the mother which happen during the course of pregnancy. We are going to particularly focus on uh, GI system, RS system, renal and reproductive systems. Okay, so before starting, let me answer the questions that I asked you yesterday. So the LMP question which I gave you In that question, I said that the EDD was 15th March 2020, right? And she was having the cycles of 31 days. So her LMP would be 7th June 2019. Okay, we can cross check it. In 7th June, add 9 months. It will be March. Okay, so 7th March. In 7th March, add 7 days okay if you add uh, 7 days it is 14th 14th March and you add 3 so it's 17th March yeah sorry I gave you uh, LMP as not as 15th March as 17th March yeah so it matches so the LMP would be 7th June 2019 okay and for the vaccines okay vaccines which are safe in pregnancy are rabies vaccine influenza vaccine hepatitis vaccine these are safe but some vaccines like yellow fever, polio and uh, yeah these are live vaccine but still this can be given if uh, she is traveling to certain endemic areas like if she is traveling to Africa uh, she should be given yellow fever vaccine okay and other vaccine like chickenpox, smallpox, BCG all these vaccines should be contraindicated this vaccine should not be given right. So now let's move on to our today's topic so in the GI system we will mainly talk about vomiting in pregnancy so vomiting in pregnancy can be either simple vomiting which we call as morning sickness or it can be hyperemesis gravidarum right but what is the cause of vomiting why does the female gets vomiting during the pregnancy especially during the first trimester so the main hormone responsible for this is HCG okay other hormones like estrogen, progesterone, thyroxine are also uh, said to play a role in this. Uh, Some mechanisms I read about this was that HCG stimulates the area postrema which is the vomiting center and induces vomiting and progesterone mainly is a muscle relaxant so it relaxes smooth muscles of the stomach also it relaxes the cardiac sphincter and that's why it plays a role in Vomiting but this Vomiting, but the overall main role is played by HCG okay. and you see that this Vomiting is uh, it's maximum during the first few weeks but then after 14 to 16 weeks uh, she is normal, the female is normal why is it so? because we had discussed that the HCG peaks at around 6 to 10 weeks and then its level starts dropping and it's almost it comes down almost to a very low level at the end of the 16th week that's why uh, all the symptoms of vomiting resolves after 14 to 16 weeks okay now coming on to the hyper MSs gravidarum so the name itself suggests that hyper hyper is something which is very severe it has very severe adverse effects emesis is vomiting and gravidarum is during the pregnancy so what is severe there is significant weight loss so homework here tell me what is significant weight loss okay second you can uh, she can get alkalosis then uh, hypokalemia or dehydration so if the female is having severe vomiting along with any of these adverse effects like significant weight loss alkalosis low potassium levels dehydration then we call it hyperemesis gravidarum okay what is the risk factor particularly for this condition hyperemesis gravidarum so if there is high amount of hcg then in the normal pregnancy like in molar pregnancy in twin pregnancy it can lead to hyperemesis gravidarum then if there is higher amount of estrogen when will the estrogen level increase more than the normal pregnancy if the uh, fetus is female she will also secrete estrogen and further inc- uh, the estrogen in the mother's serum will be increased and if there is high level of thyroxine ok so what are the complications of this hyperemesis gravidarum? first of all whatever food she is eating she will not be able to consume it and all other adverse effects that we saw uh, will be seen but particularly two vitamins are uh, deficient the first one is thiamine so thiamine deficiency may lead to Wernicke's Wernicke's encephalopathy which has three which has a triad of GOA. G is global confusion, O is of and A is ataxia. And also vitamin K is deficient which may lead to hypoprothrombinemia. Okay, for management of this condition we mainly use antiemetics uh, which are H1 blockers like promethazine and doxycycline. We can also use prokinetics like metoclopramide and we supplement the vitamins like thiamine and vitamin b6 okay that was about hyperemesis gravidal coming on to the next uh, in the same system we have liver so the size of the liver remains normal but the enzymes are slightly decreased they may remain normal but the enzymes are mostly reduced except alkaline phosphatase. Okay, the level of alkaline phosphatase, alkaline phosphatase rises during pregnancy. This is because placenta also secretes this hormone. Okay, so uh, there is also cholestasis, which is mainly due to estrogen, and there is gallbladder otonicity which is due to mainly progesterone. If these two things combined with high cholesterol level in the mother, like if she is obese or She is having high cholesterol level she is predisposed for having gallstones okay right now moving on to the next system that is respiratory system so in respiratory system you have to remember like you have to understand two two things first that the residual volume decreases why does it decrease because uterus is growing in size it pushes the diaphragm and overall the vertical diameter of the thoracic cavity reduces and that's why residual volume decreases but in pregnancy the transverse diameter increases it increases by around 2 cm that's why tidal volume increases okay these two things are important tidal volume increases but residual volume decreases by these two things you can derive the rest of the volumes or capacities like suppose i say i ask you What happens to the Inspiratory Reserve Capacity? So what is IRC? It is Tidal Volume plus Inspiratory Reserve Volume. Okay, Inspiratory Reserve Volume remains same. It does not change. But Tidal Volume increases. Right, therefore completely IRC will increase. If you see as a whole, Inspiratory Reserve Capacity will increase. Okay, let's see about FRC. FRC is Functional Residual Capacity. So, it has Rv in it, right? Residual, it has residual volume. So, if residual volume is decreasing, FRC will also decrease. Okay, in that manner, you can derive that which capacities will remain same, which will increase or which will decrease. Right. Moving on to the next system, that is renal system. Uh, so, glycosuria is quite common and is normal in pregnancy. Why is it so? It is mainly because of two reasons. First, there uh, as we saw in the previous podcast that uh, there is increase in level of HPL which is human placental lactogen. And this is an anti insulin hormone. It increases the glucose level in blood. Okay? So ultimately there is higher amount of uh, blood higher amount of glucose reaching into the glomerulus and getting filtered. And also I'll tell you in the next podcast that in the hematological changes there is increase in blood volume by around 40 to 50 percent and that's why the blood flow to the kidney will also increase so both ways there is increase in load of the glucose in the kidneys and also the threshold level for the glucose reduces so due to these two reasons there is glycosuria in the uh, in pregnancy okay also, if you talk about bladder capacity, bladder capacity, it will obviously decrease because the uterus is growing in size and there can be hydrourator, mainly on the right side. Why? Because uterus is growing more on the right side. Why? Because on the left side, there is colon, there is a rectum. That's why it doesn't have enough space to grow on the left side. That's why it enlarges on the right side, thus causing hydrourator. Okay. Moving on to the next system which is a reproductive system so in reproductive system uterus first initially in the non-pregnant state the weight of the uterus is around 50 to 100 grams 50 grams yeah but in pregnancy it increases to 1 kgs so it is almost 20 times increase in weight in volume it is initially the volume is around 10 ml before the pregnancy and in the pregnant woman, it becomes to 5 liters. So there is massive stretching and massive increase in volume as well as weight. Moving on to the cervix. There is proliferation of the endocervix and thus it moves outwards. So the uh, squamocolumnal junction shifts slightly downwards and uh, during the pregnancy, this cervix is uh, closed. The os of the cervix is closed by the mucus plug because of progesterone but uh, as she arrives as the uh, time of delivery arrives this mucus plug is released along with some bleeding and this process or uh, this thing is called as show s h o w show okay now changes in the vagina there is increase in and bacilli and therefore there is more uh, lactic acid produced and the ph is decreased is pH comes down to around 3.5 to 4 and that's why it prevents the infection by other bacteria, okay, pathogenic bacteria, and the changes in the ovaries so since we saw that there is high amount of HCG and HCG has two subunits alpha and beta the alpha subunit is similar to that of LH and FSH so HCG has somewhat some common function with LH and FSH so if HCG increase, increases it also functions somewhat like LH and FSH it stimulates ovaries and there can be thecal cysts so these thecal cysts are common in pregnancy okay moving on to the last system last uh, part that is breast so in pregnancy there is hypertrophy of breast so fat in the breast also increases ducts proliferate and alveoli proliferate so increase in fat is due to increase in insulin okay since there is insulin resistance in pregnancy the amount of insulin also increases which help which uh, due to which there is deposition of fats Uh, proliferation of duct is mainly due to estrogen and uh, proliferation of alveoli or increase in number of alveoli is due to estrogen as well as progesterone okay now uh there are some sebaceous glands which are present in the breasts but which are not normally seen to the naked eye if the woman is not pregnant but in the pregnancy this sebaceous, sebaceous glands hypertrophy and they, they are called as Montgomery tubercles okay and uh, the colostrum secretion uh, actually colostrum production starts by 12 weeks but it's not secreted it's secreted after the child uh, childbirth delivery but its its formation starts by around 12 weeks okay and uh, one important point about colostrum is that it is it has higher nutritive value than the breast milk except it, it is uh, the fat content the carbohydrate content and the potassium content is lower as compared to milk the rest all the nutrition are nutritional value is higher okay So that's all for today, we'll continue with the remaining systems from tomorrow and uh, we'll probably also discuss the pathology, like if we are dealing with metabolic changes, we'll also see uh, diabetes in pregnancy. That's my plan for now. Let's see. So till then, enjoy and keep studying. Bye bye.